Irish Illustrated Insider is sponsored by VisitSouthBend.com. Is it time to check a Notre Dame home game off your bucket list? Has it been too long since you've soaked in the game day atmosphere in person? Whether it's for the first time ever or in a while, start planning your trip to South Bend to watch the Fighting Irish with ideas and inspiration at VisitSouthBend.com. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Irish Illustrated Insider. We are joined today by Tom Loy of 24-7 Sports. And our timing couldn't be better, Tom, because Kenny Minchie is visiting Notre Dame this weekend. He recently decommitted from Pittsburgh. Uh, He's been committed to Pittsburgh or had been committed to Pittsburgh since April. And I know, Tom, that they were working on him. But uh, the fact that he decommitted from Pittsburgh earlier this week is a pretty darn good indication that uh, his visit to Notre Dame will turn out pretty well for the Irish this weekend. Yeah, I can't see them missing on this one. Uh, it's going to be a should be a nice win for Notre Dame. They should be able to get this one done. And uh, it's a guy I'm a fan of. Um, there were definitely some other quarterbacks that I liked a little bit more this cycle. But the more I dig into to Minchie and the more I talk to people that have been close to him for years, uh, it's hard not to like this guy. You know, he's already 6'2". And I was told that's legitimate. You know, we're not talking to a guy that's going to show up on campus 5'11", 6 foot. I know you wrote he's closer to six. Six two, then six one, and I completely agree with that. So six two, close to two hundred and ten pounds. I mean, mentally, he checks every box you're looking for. Tremendous kid. He's a perfect fit for what Notre Dame is looking for, and you know, he's extremely sharp. A guy that I was told like X's and O's are super easy for this kid. They run an advanced. Uh, they have an advanced playbook at the high school level. I'm told they put a ton on his plate. So again, this is a guy that Tommy Reese is gonna you know, be able to mesh well with. And it doesn't surprise me that he's been pushing pretty hard for him um, over the last couple of weeks and maybe even a little bit longer. But, you know, this this would be a massive win for Tommy Reese. I know Marcus Freeman and Chad Bowden give a ton of credit on the recruiting trail. But, you know, this, as you know, Priester, like 100% has been Tommy Reese from start to finish. And that's that's massive. And that's exactly what, um, you know, people people don't realize how good of a recruiter this guy is, and, and he's really getting after it. And this was this was his guy from start to finish. So big win there if they can get it done. And and you know, I'm just I'm just a big fan of Minchie, so it'd be a really nice win. Well, I did a film review on him yesterday, as you know, Tom. And when you mentioned X's and O's, I think it's I think it's pretty obvious that uh that he's got a really good feel for that. I the, the term I use for him is spatial awareness, and I mean that in the sense that. He ha- he seems to have a really good feel for where everybody else on the field is, number one. And then spatially, again, his ability to put the football in spots uh, where you don't think that football is going to fit in there. And he's, he's, I mean, let's face it, he's unorthodox. Some of the, some of the arm angles, uh, the footwork is not, not exactly what most, uh, what any quarterback coach teaches, although the game is changing as we know. And Guys that uh, guys that can throw from different arm angles effectively, guys that have to do what they have to do to get rid of the football, even when their feet aren't set. If you can throw it accurately, that's a huge asset. And his ability to place the football in small windows and the confidence that he does it with, it's really pretty astonishing. And I know that Tommy Reese, you know, I mean, again, any any quarterback coach is going to look at that and say, okay, we need to refine this a little bit. but. Damn, <laughs> I mean he, he is he is really sharp, and the accuracy is about. I think he he did win the accuracy award at the the Elite Eleven, and you watch his high school film, you can understand why. 
Like when I was talking to Thomas Morris, a guy that I've known a very long time over at QB country, um, this is a guy who's worked with Minchie closely for a long time. And just a couple of things that he was telling me, just, he said, he just doesn't miss. And we're talking and he was like, you know, this is not a guy who's going to reach back throw the ball 70, 75 yards. Like he's not Jamarcus Russell or something, but he said from 50, 55 in, I mean, hit the ball placement, the accuracy, like you said, is, is tremendous top notch and, and on par with per him, anybody he's ever dealt with. So he's obviously a big fan, but away from the field, he's super low key. He's a big country music guy. Um, he's a unique person, unique individual. Um, but Morris said, like, when the lights come on, this guy's a warrior. He's a leader. Um, so, again, a uh, big fan of this kid. I think he's going to be a guy who's going to fit in really well with the program, with how they want to do things, both Freeman and Reese. And uh, like I said, I just it seems like a, a really nice win for how bleak things were looking with quarterback recruiting in 23. Boy, it was looking bleak, wasn't it? And that's why, I mean, what what a save. Uh, and, and we'll talk about um, transfer quarterbacks and stuff like that as it relates to this situation. But this, uh, I, I wanted, and people that have been on the message board know that, um, you know, I use a couple terms, a long arm and strong arm. Long arm being, you know, length of throws and strong arm being velocity. Now, you know, we don't, you don't see a lot of Kenny Minchie uh, like muscling up and firing a ball into a, into a spot. He'll just really, he'll just get rid of it more quickly to get it to the spot. I think he's got a long enough arm. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty effortless throw. I'm just not, not sure how strong his arm is at this point, but again, we're not looking at, we're not looking at where, you know, a whole lot of clips of him sitting in the pocket taking the long stride and trying to fire it into a spot. I mean, I don't, I don't in the long run. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I think that he's going to be able to make just about any throw that he, that he needs to make. Um, when we see him, you know, in a muscle up situation, trying to fit a ball in there, we'll have a better idea of just how strong his arm is, but let's be real here, Tom. I mean, I think we're, you know, if somebody said on our message, boy, I don't see him, you know, looking off, uh, looking off DBs. Okay. That that's probably going to have to come next, but as a high school quarterback, where he is with his accuracy, uh, his ability to know when he needs to get rid of the football and when it needs to arrive at the receiver before the posse of defenders arrives is really pretty, pretty uncanny. Yeah. You're not. And again, with the distance thing and the arm strength, like how many times do you, I mean, sure, maybe if Notre Dame's losing, he may not be the choice for your 70-yard Hail Mary, but if that's what you're worried about, then no quarterback's going to matter. But in terms of just being accurate, a guy that just gets the ball out of his hands quickly, there's just so much to like about this kid. And and uh, like I said, I thought your film eval was completely spot on. And um, yeah, I, I just think it's just nice to be able to take a breath and realize, okay, this is where it's most likely going to end, barring a terrible visit or something that's not going to work out. And it's not like this kid is going to be spooked by the weather. You know, he's not going to walk and be like, man, this place is way too cold. He was he was going to go play at Pitt. So I think right. everything's fine. Um, you know, this is going to this, this is going to end well with with end well for Notre Dame. I'm not sure if it's going to be this weekend or early next week or whatever the case may be. But I'm excited to see him at the All-American Bowl. I'm told him he I'm told he should be close to 100%, maybe not 100% by the time that that comes around, but, you know, he's locked in. He said he's, you know, committed to playing. Um, otherwise he wouldn't have kind of like 
um, added that he was going to definitely be there. He tweeted it out the other day. So excited to see him live for a couple of days and watch him throw. And we'll get a much better, better look at him uh, in that up close situation scenario. So it'll be fun, man. It's going to be a uh, nice to have another Notre Dame quarterback commit on that national stage too. In an early entry, probably yep. correct. Uh, what, what he says. You know, I do want to last thing about him and then we'll go on to some other guys, Tom, but I mean, his running ability and his maneuverability, he is a pass first quarterback. Um, somebody said, well, you know, would you compare him to Dante Moore? I, from the standpoint of pass first quarterback, certainly, but he has the ability to run. And again, a great feel for, can I run on this play? He knows when he needs to do it. His maneuverability, his ability to buy himself some space, um, you know, to slide to, so he can continue to look downfield. He does a really, really nice job of keeping his eyes downfield because he is a pass first quarterback. And he's thinking, I'm going to find a way to deliver the ball before the last resort of running it. But he's certainly athletic enough to do that transfer quarterback. A lot of people have said, okay, if they get Kenny Minchie transfer quarterback, where is, I know what your answer is, but I want everybody to hear, um, you know, what you think Notre Dame's going to do with regard to that. Yeah. I don't see why they're not going to go to the transfer portal. Um, I was told that, to, to definitely, you know, they're not going to make a def definite statement or anything, but I feel confident that they're going to hit it hard um, at a variety of positions, but quarterback for sure. I don't see any reason that they can't bring in another guy or that they won't bring in another guy uh, to compete with Drew, Tyler, Steve, whoever's here um, and Kenny, and then, and kind of go from there and let the best, you know, let the cream rise to the top. And it makes complete sense to me. I don't think you can necessarily go into the 23 football season uh, with just this group, I'm sure there's there's a reason. There's definitely a reason to be confident that this group can take you very far. But if the right guy hits the portal, like I'm sorry, you can't be worried about guys that are going to transfer or guys that are going to do this. You just sorry, you just can't worry about be worried about that. And you know, people that are freaking out about Tyler potentially tra transferring if they bring <laughs> in a grad transfer in, like a you can't worry about that because he just hasn't shown enough yet to to be necessarily concerned about that. He's got a sister coming to Notre Dame. Um, you know, there's there's that family connection is going to continue. So there's just a lot of reasons that he's going to stick it out. And a guy that runs it that well, there's going to be a package for him, whether he wins the job or not. So I just don't think it's anything you could be too concerned about. He's had a lot of injuries over his time. Uh, I'm sure he's smart enough to understand that he's going to get it. He's also going to battle. Like he's going to be ready to compete with anybody that comes into that room. So um, I think it's going to be ex an exciting off season. I'd like to see them add somebody, whether we're talking, Devin Leary, I know we've talked about before. The guy I mentioned early was Hudson Card. It just seems to make sense with him and Quinn Ewers being there. Um, if he hits the portal, I would go after him. Plus, there's the Texas connection. All the receivers they're bringing in, they know who he is. There's a lot of respect for him as a player. So, I don't know. I just think it's a no-brainer. You have to get somebody. It's it's a dilemma that everybody faces now. And, you know, I mean, there you have transfers at every position. It's going to be even more acute now at the quarterback position, you know, especially with – uh, you know, when with the possibility of being, bringing transfers in, that, that's just the nature of the game. I'm sure Notre Dame is communicating these things with their quarterbacks. There's no reason to be anything other than upfront about it. Uh, but you know, when you start getting to five quarterbacks in the quarterback room, it's a little much, and so you have to anticipate some fallout from that. Tom, I want to move on to a couple other, couple three other guys that, um, that have been in the news in the last month. Uh, and let's start with Brandon Hillman and where you think Notre Dame is with him. Yeah. So I like, I like Notre Dame's chances a lot. I got a crystal ball in for Notre Dame to land him. There's a little bit of 
uncertainty at some point, but, um, you know, ever since his visit, he's been, he's been very high on Notre Dame and he visited back in October and no Kentucky's, um, uh, getting him on campus. I think, you know, Virginia tech's involved. Miami was involved. Um, but I feel, I feel very good about Notre Dame's chances to land him and he's committing in December. He already put out a date. Um, I want to say it was December 7th. So yeah, when push comes to shove and that time comes, I, I feel very confident that they land him now where I see him projecting down the road. I mean, this is a guy that could end up all over the board, whether it's offense, defense. At one point we were looking at him, like he could have been the quarterback in the 23 class, but he's, a, he's just a tremendous athlete. And I've talked to guys like Andrew Ivan, some of our national guys, and they like him a lot. Um, he actually tossed out the comp of being very similar to Jalen Elliott uh, played some quarterback in high school as well. So um, we'll see what happens with his ranking, but, uh, right now he's still a three-star, but Hillman is a tremendous athlete. And, uh, like I said, in December, I expect Notre Dame to land him. I think we've talked about him before and, and, and mentioned J- Jalen Elliott. And, uh, and I think that's a good comparison, a good athlete, uh, obviously a good fit for Notre Dame. Otherwise they wouldn't be going to the extent that they are. And so that sounds promising. Um, Caleb Smith, the wide receiver that w- at one time was verbally committed to Texas tech. What's the latest on him, Tom? Yeah, that one's drawn out a little bit longer than I expected. Um, a couple of days ago, I said that I, said, I wrote on the on the message board that we need to kind of keep an eye on like a 10, 10 day span. So we're still in that window of when Caleb needs to kind of get in or kind of move on at that point from Notre Dame. Right now, I still like Notre Dame. Everybody that I've talked to close to him says that Notre Dame's still the team to beat, but He's a, he's a great kid, and I think he's struggling with the late boom in his recruitment, and it's it's a struggle right now to say yes to his second school and then also say no to a lot of other schools. Texas Tech is still coming extremely hard. Schools like USC are actually making a run at him. So it's something to keep an eye on, but I do think we're going to get some clarity, uh, whether it's, I think, more privately in the next couple of days, one way or another. So at least kind of like how we've, we, we talked about with Tayshawn Lyons, we got the kind of got word that things were going to be going a different direction for him. Um, and that seems pretty spot on. So I think we'll get some idea of whether Caleb's going to be in the class or not, but I think for Notre Dame and everybody involved, this is drawn out a little bit longer than they expected, but I still, as of today, expect Caleb Smith in the class, but he's still got to pull the trigger and say, yes. So we'll see what happens. You know, the speed quotient in, in with this class that Notre Dame is gathering is, is really significant. And Caleb Smith, would fit right in with that group. Would he not? He's a guy, he's a guy that can run. Um, I think he's a guy that's very underrated. Uh, I really, really like this kid and just talking to him. He's extremely smart, extremely intelligent. Um, we talked about X's and O's with Kenny Minchie. I mean, this is a kid that loves the game of football and is very smart. There's a reason Notre Dame, you know, was kind of tracking him for such a long time, but they just didn't know if there was going to be a spot, but, um, He's got a big high school football game on Friday. I expect him to light it up again and, and just show why I think he's uh, an underrated talent, but he can flat out run and Notre Dame needs that. Two weeks ago, we were, uh, w- when you were a guest on Irish Illustrated Insider, we talked about Khalil Barnes uh, and him and him and Clemson uh, with that game coming up. What's the latest on him, Tom? Yeah, and, and Oklahoma's in there, but really I do think it's going to be Notre Dame or Clemson. Um, I know Steve Wolpong put in a crystal ball. His initial pick was for Clemson. Barnes visited Notre Dame, and then he made his flip pick in for, for the Irish. So that was promising. Um, he, you know, I don't believe there's been any type of silent commitment or anything like that. He's going to Clemson at the end of the, end of the month, and 
going to take a strong look at them before making a decision in, in uh, December, I believe. So it's going to be, I think this, the 16th is when he's going to announce. So keeping on him um, right now, I like Notre Dame. I'm just not as confident to put in the crystal ball pick one because of Caleb Smith with him being also targeted as a receiver. I, although both, I mean, Barnes can absolutely play defense, but right now there's still a lot more chatter around offense, but I, I know myself and Kevin Sinclair, and I think you as well, uh, like him long-term at safety, but yeah. either way, um, right now it seems like it's going to be Smith or Barnes. Um, but if you're Notre Dame, I mean, I think you tr- try to do what you can to get both of those guys and Hillman in the class at this point. But, um, like I said, I like Notre Dame you take that visit to Clemson. It's going to get a little tighter, but, um, he's definitely watch one to watch for a guy that could absolutely end up in this class. And as we wrap up, Tom, let's look at the class of 2024. There's been some chatter about running back Aeneas Williams. Uh, looks like things are trending in the right direction for him. Yeah, my my crystal ball uh, is on Notre Dame. I know Will Fung's is as well. Uh, would not su- surprise me to see Kevin Sinclair throwing in uh, shortly as well. So uh, he's got a top 10. That's where his recruitment stands at this point. I know publicly he said he'd like to have his decision made before the start of his senior season um, come next off season. But, you know, my sources have indicated that it would not be a major surprise to see him move things up. He's kind of over the process in terms of, he knows a couple absolutely less than 10 schools he's truly considering, but he has a very good idea of where he wants to go in terms of like one, two, three schools. And, you know, it wouldn't shock me if before the end of 22, Uh, he actually makes a decision and and, uh, trims his list to one. My expectation as of today is that he picks Notre Dame. He's got a great relationship with Dylan McCullough. Tommy Reese has been involved, Chad Bowden, really the whole staff. And Marcus Freeman has done a great job of really laying out a plan for him to be one of a group of backs at Notre Dame um, to kind of limit limit the – keep him healthy um, at the next level. So it's going to be – everything they're saying seems to check all the boxes. Education is a big, big priority for Aeneas and his family. Notre Dame obviously hits a home run there. So uh, I like the Irish for him. That's Tom Loy from 24-7 Sports. Thank you all for joining us. This has been Irish Illustrated Insider.